Welcome uh, to episode uh, 240 of the Ben Briggs podcast. I am Ben Briggs. It is Saturday, people. Um, Saturday, the 21st of August, uh, 2021. Uh, Hope you're doing well out there. Hey, how are you all doing? Um, Enjoying the last remnants of summer here in the UK. so, uh, yeah, uh, the last few nice days, I think, and we've got, like, fucking... Uh, not that this is a weather report, but there's something ultimately distressing about the end of August. Um, particularly when we haven't had a, a brilliant summer this year, um, and you just think, right, everything's going to start getting dark soon, the mornings are going to be dark, the nights are going to be dark. Not to put a downer on it, people. I know. But that doom of winter is over us. Um, one thing I do like about winter is going out, coming back to a nice warm uh, house. I must admit, I quite like that. If you've been out and about walking around in that and you've got that chill on your cheeks, facial cheeks, people. Um, that's That's actually quite nice. I actually quite like that. I quite like the seasons. I couldn't. I've said it before, I couldn't like be one of these people who has, you know, Christmas over in Australia where it's like the heat of summer out there. Um, but, um, yeah, everything seems to be changing now. Everything's changing, baby. Um, with regards to the housemate, we're still waiting, people, aren't we? I know, you're there with me. We're still waiting. Still waiting on any sort of, like, um, remnants of a move that's going on. This happened in March. I accepted the offer in March. Sorry to go on about it, people, but it is um, it is it's starting to get to me now. I'm starting to get itchy feet. Come on. I want to get on my, with my life. You know what I mean? I just want to get on with it. Um, but it will happen when it happens, doesn't it? Um, the only thing is everything's sort of like drawing to a, a um, coming to a close you know what I mean? Like gigs are picking up again. I want to be relocated and um, and uh, and getting into that. You know, I'm writing at the moment, but I want to be, you know, trying it out and uh, doing more gigs. But at the minute, I'm sort of like in a bit of limbo. So I've just got to, you know, one of these things, you can't do everything at once. So uh, I'm doing as many gigs as I can at the minute just to keep a bit gig fit and uh, get back into it and brush up the new material. Um, but it's, um, you know, it's frustrating. You're caught in that no man's land in between really, you know, two houses. Half of my stuff's up in Birmingham, half's, half's down here. You know what I mean? Well, not even half is down here. I'm living, you know, like a student who's camping in their own flat at the moment. And that's what it feels like. I've got the bare essentials around me. I'm sort of like washing between, you know, eight pairs of boxer shorts and eight pairs of socks. So uh, come the end of the week, if you see me at a gig and I'm commando, that's why you know I haven't had a chance to wash my clothing, people. Um, what I do need, uh, I need, I need a second brain. That's what I need. I need one brain to focus on um, writing material and one part of my brain to um uh focus on fucking dealing with the solicitors and uh and um and sorting out the move 
which he says fooling you all and uh uh crowbarring in in a segue i don't need two brains at all but here's a segue hey eh, that i've just made up yeah how'd you like that being fooled on a saturday yeah don't like it much do you didn't think so um there's a story in the news here we go the man with two brains is uh possibly becoming true um that um uh that old uh Steve Martin uh, film, great film. There was a lot more films like that years ago, you know, where they had a really odd premise, but they'd be they'd be made anyway. Those sort of films don't seem like they'd be made these days, like uh, a lot of Steve Martin films. Um, the Man with Two Brains, Dead Men Don't Wear Played, various others. Um, the Three Amigos, I can't really see that being... I don't know, maybe Will Ferrell sort of like seemed to have taken over that mantle um, uh, from Steve Martin, didn't he? With those uh, sort of like one-off weird sort of like films. Jack Black tried it, I think, with Nacho Libra, which is an awful, awful film. Um, Is that um, cultural appropriation these days, would it be? Jack Black, The Three Amigos, possibly. (laughs) That wouldn't get made because it's cultural appropriation, possibly. Uh, Anyway, with regards to this uh, horrendous Frankenstein-esque story, tiny blobs of human brain cells are grown in a lab. This this is where it all starts ending, people, didn't it? They're growing brains in brain cells in a lab now. Are they to be inserted? I could do with a few of them, I imagine. Uh, in a lab with rudimentary eyes that can detect light. This sounds fucking horrible. Um, surely there's something against this, isn't there? You know, some sort of um, some sort of UN convention. Uh, round blobs known as brain organoids are grown in a petri dish from stem cells. German scientists developed. Here we go again. <laughs> it's eugenics all over again, baby. Uh, German scientists developed optic cups on the mini brains, which can see light. The primitive eyes have retinas, lenses, corneas, and nerve cells. Jesus. If they've got nerve cells, surely they're living, aren't they? They're equivalent to the stage of an eye formation and a five-week-old fetus. The science could lead to a lab-grown retina for people with vision loss. Here we go. That's a good thing, isn't it? They look like tadpoles. Scientists have enabled tiny lab-grown brains to develop rudimentary eye structures that can sense light and communicate with the rest of the brain. Jesus. This is all... Is this going too far, people? Are we becoming God? Are we? Um, Creating this from stem cells? I don't know. The whole... Somebody must have tried it somewhere, mustn't they? Deep down in a lab somewhere in North Korea or China. They must have tried cloning humans, you know, out of the... You can't tell me if they're cloning... If they've been years and years since they cloned a sheep. Nobody's, you know, some mad scientist somewhere with a booth on and uh, questionable morals because he's uh, he got sacked from a job he didn't want to do. Um... Uh, because they were watching him too closely. 
hasn't set up on his own and started developing humans somewhere. <laughs> you know, you can't tell me that hasn't happened so far. I won't believe it. I know. Possibly been watching too many, um, uh, um, too many uh, YouTube videos. There was a program years ago. I don't know if anybody um, remembers it. Um, Chimera. Does anybody remember that? I don't know why I'm asking you now. You're not going to give me a straight answer, are you? You're not, you know, nobody's texting me right now going, yeah, I remember that, you know. Um, but there was a program, uh, Chimera, where they sort of like did a human, human sort of like ape, like weird offspring thing uh, developed in a lab. It was a bit sort of 28 days later sort of thing but like i think it was made for tv and you can tell it's sort of like made for tv because it was i think it was 90s stroke 80s that sort of technology of tv uh special effects you know it weren't no hollywood special effects from the 70s like star wars it was basically a geezer walking around a big geezer walking around with like first stuck to him <laughs> <laughs> I think that was basically it. Uh, let's have a look. Let's see when it was done. Um, but it seems like we're getting to this sort of... Um, a chimera is essentially a single organism that's not made up of cells from two or more individuals. Oh, right. Okay, hang on. Chimera uh, TV show. TV show? Was that it? Chimera TV series, British science fiction horror made by Anglia. T oh, Jesus. Anglia TV in 1991. There we go. Early. <laughs> it's fucking horrendous. Oh, man. Yeah, this the uh, the special effects are fucking horrendous. They basically. If you Google the picture of Chimera. Um, uh if you chimera tv series and then click on the images of uh of them it essentially looks like um prince philip with mumps <laughs> ah it's a fucking dead ringer it's got um the dark eyes you know those dark sort of like he he ended up ended uh, uh kind of looking like the emperor um out of star wars didn't he um but yeah it's got this uh horrendous uh um special effects on there and and wearing a sort of like played sort of like uh grunge this must say you can tell it's early, early 90s because the clothes that it's actually wearing is um uh uh very grunge inspired you know, like the uh, the plaid fucking uh, shirt and stuff. Uh, but um, this seems to be the sort of like stage we're getting to. You can't tell me nobody's nobody out there in the world. Everyone, every single doctor is like ethically um, up there and doesn't has never even thought about doing this. Who works in the cloning industry? Ah, let's see what we uh, see. What, come. Come out of all of them, sort of like a bore at ten weeks or whatever. Um, nobody's curious to uh, you know, you know go on 
and actually find out to see if it would be mental or actually possibly make a very productive workforce. <laughs> you can't tell me. You can't tell me China hasn't even thought of that. They fucking block their uh, 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 population from accessing the internet, but they haven't thought about, you know, splicing up DNA with another species. Um Anyway, uh, yeah, it just looks the the idea of that. Who's you know? I know it's behind the idea of hey man, we're gonna uh, we're gonna uh, uh, let people who are blind, we're gonna develop a way for them to see. But even you know, even knowing that there's you know eyes looking at you from a petri dish that are actually connected to brain tissue. It's going to freak you out a little bit, isn't it? You know, it's going to, um, uh, if you're working on that project, start, start fucking winking at you at week six. <laughs> oh, fucking hell. Uh, researchers at Heinrich Hein University Institute for Human Genetics in Dusseldorf, Germany, use stem cell cells to grow organoids. This is where it starts, people. The next minute. They're going to be developing another super race. <laughs> Don't tell me. Don't tell me the fucking organoids they've got have got blonde hair. What colour are the eyes? That's how you know if it's all starting again. Here we go. World War Three. The eyes are blue. <laughs> oh, fucking hell. Uh, they just won't let it go, will they? Uh, oh, Jesus. Uh, the organoids are only about 3 millimetres, 0.1 inch wide, and the cups are minuscule, measuring just 0.2 millimetres. However, they grow as identical pairs and have some traits of real eyes, including corneas, lenses, and rudimentary retinas, uh, which allows them to see light. Oh, what a horrendous thought. If they can do that, surely they can develop a full eye. And the next minute, they'll find some sort of... Uh, some sort of problem with them when they've been human tested. Actually, they test them on animals first, wouldn't they? If your if your whole idea is to create a new eye for people who can't see, you're gonna you, you know you're not gonna go straight to human trials with that, are you? There's gonna be fucking rabbits hopping about with one rabbit eye and one human eye <laughs> just looking at you like that. Fucking hell. Um, scary stuff though, isn't it? You know, I mean, it's amazing. The science behind it, don't get me wrong, is amazing. Something I can't contemplate. You know, if somebody said to me, like, Ben, make us a human eye, I'd possibly go with an egg and felt tips. That's, that's the, that's the best I could come up with. I, uh, you know, I have no scientific knowledge whatsoever. Really, Ben? Yes. Have you not realised that by now, people? I'm just talking shit over the airways of the internet. <laughs> but I do have self-awareness. Um, yeah, a chart illustrating the development of induced cells. Day 10, day 30. What do they do? Just uh, when they start reacting to like, ah, it's alive. They go start regretting it afterwards, like, Dr. Frankenstein did try and kill his own creation. And then the eye escapes. 
The next minute you've got wild eyes running out there just looking at you. Everywhere you go, just popping out. I don't know. It uh, it just, I mean, it's it, yes, it's it's great for people who can't see uh, at all. But you want to, you know, if they can create that, surely they can create an eye that's you know fully functional, pops in your head. That'll be the thing. Everything, all new technology is large, isn't it? You look at mobile phones. They were huge when they first came out. And look at the size of them now. Well, they've gone up in the world, haven't they? They've gone up in size because everybody wants a fucking bigger screen these days. But when they were really small, they went really... They started off massive, didn't they? They went small and now they've gone big again. It's all about the size there. Um, but you, you'll have the first human beings who have these eyes that they've developed... They'll have one normal eye size eyes and the other one they'll have to fucking drill out their head and put that in just one massive fucking eye like that. Ah, yes, great. I can see everything. I can detect light. It's great. Detecting a distance and that sort of thing. A little bit big, but (laughs) every time they blink, the fucking head nods. (laughs) <laughs> until they get it down to a size that's normal size and can fit all the fucking shit in there. Uh, Jesus, it does everything a normal eye does. It's just 18 times the size. Oh, my God. Look at the eye on that girl over there. Fucking beautiful. Um, Yeah, so amazing what new technology could do, but, like, fucking, you know, what's what's the, what's the next stage after that? growing stuff isn't it we started off we started off growing stuff on the back of mice didn't we ears on the back of mice we i say we i mean the human race i haven't grown anything on the back of a mouse really uh not really at all i just never even tried it never even occurred to me to grow anything on the back of a mouse and uh and now we're developing human eyes or uh, organoids in a uh, in a fucking petri dish. <laughs> it's come a little bit away. The old mouse just sitting there watching this happening from its cage, going, "Thank fuck for stem cell research," because you know, guys, we're gonna <laughs> we would have eyes all over our fucking backs. At least we'll be able to see them coming to put more eyes on us. Oh, Jesus. Um, Anyway, uh, other things. Apologies, apologies, apologies. That's what's going on these days, isn't it? Everybody's apologising for something. Let's have a bit of tea. I've just spilt that all down this chair as well. Jesus. Uh, Got overexcited there at the mouse uh, with the eyes on its back. Let's have a bit more tea. Apologies, apologies, apologies. Everybody's issuing apologies these days. Countdown. If you're not aware, is potentially is the geekiest uh, quiz show on the airs. They do. Uh, they guess fucking. Uh, well, they don't guess. They calculate a number. It's count. Countdown is for geeks who um, like to be. Um, 
like to be constantly reinforced that they're intelligent. It's for uh, number lovers and uh, word lovers, isn't it? If you've never watched Countdown before, well done. It is uh, dead air TV uh, as far as I'm concerned. Uh, but Countdown is in trouble. The uh, it is the um, it is the prince of afternoon TV uh, on Channel Four. Uh, students watch it when they're um, uh, and uh, students and old people, I think, and anyone who doesn't work at that time of day. Uh, but they do like a um, an, uh, a letters thing where they choose consonants, words, and all that sort of thing. But it has come under fire this week. Countdown. And I'll tell you why, people. Uh, Countdown. Channel 4 bosses uh, apologises after quiz airs homophobic slur. Uh, Channel 4 has issued an apology after a homophobic slur was broadcast during an episode of the long-running quiz show Countdown. The word P star 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 T-E-R. I believe that's Pufta. Is that in the dictionary? Surely there's a wider issue there where that word should not be in the dictionary. Um, uh, or or is it in there like as a cautionary tale? What is the definition of that word? Let's have a look. Uh, another term uh, for poof. Jesus. Uh, meaning, definition of meaning. Let's... Uh, hey, man, why are you doing the definition of meaning? I just want to know if it's... It's an insulting word for gay men. That's all it is. Do we need that? New Zealand is derogatory a contemptible person. Um, yeah, anyway, the uh, the TV show has uh, come under fire because it aired that. Obviously, they've been out of out the letters that they've chosen. They've been able to make that word up. And somebody's gone straight in there. Boom. And they've aired it. So viewers have complained about the moment on social media, uh, with many suggesting that the moment should have been replaced or edited out. Sorry to go serious on something quite trivial, tweeted journalist Scott Bryan. But as someone who has been called a P star 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 T-E-R by homophobes on a daily basis. Jesus, daily basis. You need to move areas, baby. Go to a more enlightened part of... The world, uh, why on earth is Countdown allowing it to be said cheerfully as an answer on day two? <laughs> I didn't see the episode. I'm not a fan. Um, yeah, it does seem a bit odd that they'd uh, that uh, they wouldn't any other slur of any other group. I imagine they wouldn't. You know, they're not going to fucking air the N word on there, are they? I doubt. Uh, I don't think any would anybody use that. I don't even know if that word is in the dictionary. I imagine that word is in the dictionary as another derogatory term. Uh, Yes, I think the contestant was embarrassed to be saying it. Uh, But in that situation, the easy solution is to all agree he scored seven points and to retake with a different answer. Yeah, it does seem a bit odd. Um, But Channel 4 have apologised for this. They're not live, these shows, either. You know, they could have just edited it out, I don't know, 
substituted it or just said, yeah, there's a homophobic slur. Um, maybe it's the right thing. Uh, maybe under very few circumstances these days. An apology is never going to be enough for that. But, you know, um, surely no, surely somebody must have picked that up at the time or just went, we'll cut that out in the edit. Don't you worry. And then somebody took a day off sick. Jesus. Uh, it does, uh, you know, it does throw up what sort of words come up on countdown. Um, I just, you know, it's just, uh, it's interesting how those, those words are still actually in the dictionary. It's whether that's a good thing or a bad thing. You know what I mean? Whether all the bad words that we use should be in the dictionary as an example of what not to, um, what not to uh, be saying, and that it is an actual slur, so people can go, actually, is it a slur though, or isn't it? Well, let's look it up in the. Yeah, that's a slur. Um, all I ever used to use the dictionary for at school was to um, look up, you know, look up uh, all the rude words. That's what you do when you're a kid, isn't it? Not particularly those. Not particularly those slur words, but you'd be like knob. That's you, that is. Um, but yeah, maybe this is a. Uh, I know I'm one of these advocates for uh, never apologising for stuff, but Jesus, it seems a bit. You know, it's not like it's a. Uh, they're adding context or anything like that to to that word, are they? They're not. Um, clarifying the definition of it they could have i suppose they, they and nobody's going to be at home really going really what what does he mean by that piece star 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 tr they could have started it out that's probably what they'll end up doing on countdown now if words like that do come up they ought to have the stars i think and then everybody at home gets to guess what the horrendous fucking <laughs> fucking word that is that somebody has chosen to use on national TV as an example of their own knowledge. Ah, dear. That's essentially what he's done. I know a lot of words, and I know a word that can fit that word. All of those letters. What is it? Oh, fuck. Here we go. <laughs> well done for being intelligent and a homophobe. Congratulations. <laughs> just rolled off the tongue you know uh dear what do you do though it's a, it's a, i like the dilemma of that with regards to um how far are you willing to win that round with what horrendous word that you can think of and make up from the letters you've chosen <laughs> oh shit i'm five points behind here Let's have a little look through the uh, homophobic and uh, racist uh, words. Hang on. There we go. That'll fit. There's two G's up there. Boom. Just smash that round. Uh, Jesus. Uh, fucking hell. Um, uh, dear. So Countdown's in trouble. Who'd have thought that the lamest fucking quiz show comes out with... Uh, <laughs> 
comes out with a fucking horrendous word like that. Ah, uh, never mind. Um, anyway, what we will end on is, um, I know we seem to be doing lots and lots of news stories in all of the, uh, all of the episodes so far, but there's very little going on in the old personal life, and I don't want to keep boring you people with the stagnation of my personal life at the moment. Not with the girlfriend, just in case she's listening to this and I get in trouble. Uh, but uh, just with uh, being in uh, being in limbo. Um, OnlyFans, here we go. Here we go. Uh, OnlyFans to ban sexually explicit content. Uh, I knew nothing of OnlyFans, by the way, until I, until I, I watched a documentary. Oh, yeah, Ben, did you? You drooling little pervert. Did you have your trousers pulled down, did you, while you're watching it? No, I didn't, actually. Um, judgy, judgy. Uh, OnlyFans, which is the site that um, essentially, it seems to be a site where people, I don't know, mainly women make money for blokes to... It's like, it's, it seems like it's a, um, uh, a, a tits and ass version of um uh patreon <laughs> is that it <laughs> where people go hey for added content you could uh uh get an extra episode a week if you sign up for my patreon on this podcast this is more like you get to see a bit of extra nipple if you sign up for my fucking only fans uh but it is now banning sexually explicit content uh which i imagine means it's closing uh, because that's what it all all it seems to that's what the um the documentary i saw seemed to suggest i think if you you know it goes a lot more than just fucking you know there's a seedy side to it as well i think it's just yeah you know people paying eight pound a month to you know guys shall we say mainly guys paying a subscription to get extra content from uh, young girls or women or, you know, who want to or, um, show a bit of uh, show a bit of flesh. I think that's it. And they were within their. It's my right as a lady to fucking charge people. For a monthly subscription to see my body. And rightly so. But apparently, um, fair play to them. I imagine you get some really fucking weird messages from there on there, though. Because that's sort of like the subscription almost, you know, it's going to, in some guys' heads, that's going to give them a fucking, um, think they've got a fucking right to, you know, uh, to ownership. Isn't it? Well, I pay like fucking eight pound a month to see a fucking a bit more flesh than that, sweetheart. I imagine they get some horrendous, horrendous messages. Uh, but apparently that is ending now. Um, uh, which uh, I, you know, I've 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 heard a few comedians mention it. I just thought I'd mention it. Whether that's um, I don't know. It, it just seems everything's a subscription. These days. I'm happy with Netflix, you know what I mean? 
<laughs> if someone on OnlyFans can uh, offer their own documentaries that they're making, their uh, own originals, I, I imagine some people do, to be perfectly honest. <laughs> what am I talking about? But, you know, interesting documentaries about um, either the Second World War or, you know, brutal serial killers, I'm not really going to be interested. <laughs> it's not for me. They're not targeting me. Um, but it's ending. So now I imagine, like, subscriptions are going to dramatically drop off. <laughs> oh, fucking hell. I imagine so, anyway. We shall see. We shall see. 32 minutes, people. I have rambled on. Um, that was episode 240 of the Ben Briggs podcast. If you want to contact me at all, uh, I do not do the sort of videos or subscriptions uh, that I've just been discussing, but possibly, depending on how much you pay me and how how strong your fucking stomach is, uh, you can just message me, uh, podcast at benbriggs.co.uk. I will be back on Tuesday, motherfuckers. Have a good rest of your weekend. I'll speak to you then. Take care.